And welcome to episode 120. My name is David Lopez Sr., a.k.a. Pops, and these two came out of my dick. Uh, hi, guys. I'm Beans. Buzz. <laughs> Let's just glaze right over that. No, thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was thinking right now, and it was such a great idea of mine uh-huh. to just have a theme song. <laughs> I love the mysterious pause. <laughs> it's the pause for me. Yeah, I actually came up with that. You know, Buzz, you're actually the reason for a lot of the things we do. Yep. And and you never mention it. Like, Mm-mm. I I adore how humble you are, brother. And it's oh probably it's probably your relationship with Ramon that did it, huh? Oh, yeah. I would say. (laughs) (laughs) Can I finish? Can I finish? (laughs) All right, look. I was just thinking, imagine, all right, you go to jail and you see me. How would you feel? Besides an autograph, obviously, right? (laughs) I was going to say, I'd be like, yes. I yep. would I would feel like a failure, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see it. I, I can actually see it. I'm like, bro, both of us are out here. <laughs> yeah. I mean in here. But yeah. for forever. Yeah. <laughs> like who's protecting the women? Well, Ryan. <laughs> All right, look. So I caved in. I started being a real man. And I started listening to the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, like your favorite podcaster? Yeah. Yep. You're going to be on that show one day too? Yeah, yeah. Eventually I plan on it. Right? <laughs> I just, all I have to do is burn every single bridge that I have and trash talk everybody. Well, I wish you the best in that. Thanks, man. Chicano sucks, right? Yeah, bro. One, zero stars. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> one of the topics was. Uh, he had Mike Tyson on the show, and Mike Tyson was talking about how he when he went to jail. This <laughs> fool said, "Burn every bridge, okay, go. every single bridge." Okay, go. Mike Tyson. He said when he went to jail, nobody <laughs> fucked with him. <laughs> I he, can see why. He said he minded his own business. I was just thinking, like, <laughs> bro, coming from you, motherfucker, like that doesn't mean shit to me, honestly, like. Like Bro. I'm pretty sure when you're getting booked, the guards are scared to ask yeah. you to <laughs> take the, off your hey, clothes. Hey, before before you uh before we book you, think I get a picture with you? Like, like <laughs> bro, seriously, like, like, like yeah, just don't make me cough. Yeah, like he was he he said w- one of the only times he got surgery was when he crashed his motorcycle hmm. and he he had two collapsed lungs and he fractured his back or some shit like that. And he came oh, back sure. from that. He fought like six months later. Oh, I was going to say, I'll fight him like <laughs> a week after, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I'm, he'll be in his bed whooping your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling you by the shirt and shit. I wonder if he would still be able to beat my ass like the second it happened. Yeah, definitely. Right? Like yeah. with his fucking pinky, he could take he, me out. <laughs> he, bro. All right. So he went to jail and he said nobody fucked with him, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine seeing Mike Tyson in jail, bro. Like you, you, you see the new inmate come in and, and it's Mike Tyson. You're like, all right, what the fuck is going on, bro? Immediately, I'm gonna try to be his friend. I'm be like, hey, I got cheese. It's you want some? Yeah, me too. Actually, here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know if it was, this was in California, the blacks would want to riot right away. 
Pendejo. What? Maybe. Yeah, Shit, they got Iron Mike. Yeah, because, like... Don't, just say black people. Yeah, black but, people. <laughs> like, you got the blacks, the Mexicans. Oh, okay. Well, the Southsiders. Imagine Oscar De La Hoya is locked up, too, though. Nah, Mike Tyson yeah. knocked his little ass out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, basically... What are you doing? First thing, you see Mike Tyson walk in, and, and you get recreational time, and Mike Tyson is there. Nah, no, uh, no, low-key, on the first day, you, you got to observe. Yeah? <laughs> it, it depends how long his sentence is. Bro, I, I would have to run with the Southsider, so I, I can't even say hi to him. Damn. You th- it's not politically correct in there? Uh-uh. I don't know where he was locked up. To be fair. <laughs> okay, let's say it was in um, Arkansas, right? Yeah. And everyone is just mixed. Yeah, right, right. Why would Arkansas be mixed and not ever? They actually are. Yeah? Yeah, I, from what I've seen on uh, like YouTube and shit, yeah. Maybe I should go to jail so that I can create like a political um, movement in a jail. The first thing yeah. Brittany said, I wonder if he could beat my ass. <laughs> Fuck you. Duh. <laughs> Look, so, so, all right, you what, got, oh, go ahead. What would you do? There would Challenge already him. be, there would already be a line. I would get in line to get my autograph. <laughs> Challenge him. <laughs> take a picture. Oh, here. I'll take a picture and in the picture I'll be pointing at him. <laughs> I hate people that do- I love you, buddy. Hey, fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. When, when they take pictures by like a famous people and it's like. They they got one finger. They're pointing at the the famous guy. Like, look, look, That's look, look. Cringe. Yeah, it is. No way. But so, hold. I need to rewind. You said you would challenge him. Absolutely. <laughs> How many people can say they got knocked out by Mike Tyson? A lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> a lot. Actually, you're right. But, yeah, you're right. But you could go down as the first one in there yeah. to go down. <laughs> you could be the first one he kills. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right, right. You're so ugly. Hey, you, his spirit's gonna be like flying with the little angel wings. <laughs> God is ass. Yeah. Like right. <laughs> I'm gonna be in the newspaper the next day. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, fast forward. Mike Tyson's fifty fucking six now. All current, right. Mem- current day. Yeah. Remember, remember a couple years back he fought Roy Jones. Mm-hmm. And he fucking took it easy on him. Yeah. Yeah, he took it easy on Roy Jones. All right, anyway, 56-year-old Mike Tyson, could you beat his ass? No. Never. Okay. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting up in age. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but wait, he'll still fuck me up at 20 or 30. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, you guys know the up-and-coming YouTube boxer, Logan Paul, right? Lord yeah. have mercy. He was talking about a year ago. That he would fuck Mike Tyson up. And he said in his prime, he would beat my ass, right? Right. But he's like, Logan Paul is 6'4", 200 whatever pounds. And he's a really good wrestler. But he's, he's always been athletic. And, and, but the thing is, he was talking about how he would destroy Mike Tyson. What the hell? Because he's old. But he's probably mm. still beefy. Bro, you, you ever see... Like, just a clip of him showing someone a technique. Like, he's, like, walking them step by step. Like, here, put your foot right here. And then you go like this. And and he'll swing. And, like, bro, he still has his 
full body strength, like, and it's yeah. like quick, bro. That's and that's what I was thinking. Like Logan Paul, he had a point. Like he would probably like get some because they showed a clip and he was going crazy just beating someone up. But but then I'm thinking about all right now let Mike Tyson hit you. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, who who's gonna who's gonna keep like like he's so dense. Yeah, like. bro. <laughs> bro, you get like it's all core. Mm-hmm. And arms, fuck it, like, and just just the strength behind behind his punch, bro. I look at I look at his I looked at his replays today, like his knockouts and shit, and even not his knockouts, dude. Cause think about something that you can do very well, and and you do it very often, right? Mm-hmm. So think of something that have your one thing, you know, listeners, have your one thing in mind right now. Imagine then in 10 years going back to it and it's like, you still know how to do it. You may need to like run a little five second course to remind yourself. But once you got it, you got it. Bro. And and he was talking about how he doesn't even work out now. Like, well, he uh, that was a few years back now. Yeah. He didn't work out anymore because he said that it's beyond just working out to him. Like he said, custom auto, like ingrained something in his mind mm-hmm. that when he does something, he said, even if you do something you hate, do it like you love it. Mm-hmm. And and he was talking about that. So he said his wife, like he he put on some clothes, some old clothes, right? Mm-hmm. And it didn't fit him, and he was mad. <laughs> and and he said that his wife said, well, maybe you should start running for fifteen minutes a day. And he did that, and he said it turned into two hours a day. <laughs> and he said that that he doesn't do things because he gets obsessed. Oh, an obsessive personality. Yeah. So yeah. So so he started working out a little bit, and he took it to the extreme. That's why he fought Roy Jones. Holy shit! Wait, and there's this one thing I want to experience it. What the fuck? Experience it at least once in my life, Mike. No, no. Oh, uh, runners high. Like oh I hear God. so oh. many good things about it. Like that, it's really refreshing and like. You should you should try walking up the stairs high. <laughs> like I'll go to the basement, put my clothes to dry. I'll come up the stairs and it's like, bro, I feel high. <laughs> like oh man, I need to get back in. Lightheaded and shit. <laughs> he has hey, he has a faint couch. <laughs> just falls back. <laughs> yeah, you put but, your, for, your head on your forehead. I I could one hundred percent say that I've I've been a victim <laughs> of runner's oh, eye. We know, bro. <laughs> You've shared. Oh my god. Oh yeah. yeah. Mike Tyson didn't have sex or or bust a little Mike Tyson nut in fucking five years. He said. And I remember when I was working out, I wasn't doing any of that shit either. And I think I have a feeling that's why. Well, low key, because when you find so much like peace within yourself and it seems like he's, you know, he's got his system down, like you don't really fucking need that. Well, that was him in his prime. He said he he talked about how he fought. He he had to fight the urge. Uh-huh. He'll be in the boxing ring and then he busts a nut like, oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> damn it, did it again. Yep. So, so where I was going with that basically is obsessive personalities. 
Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever met one? Not, not so much. But oftentimes when I think of an obsessive personality, I hear that stupid debate, you know, about, well, it's, how is it? Something about how, um, oh, it's not stupid. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Because addictive personalities are um, like a a direct consequence of um, addiction. Yeah. So... Some people try to invalidate that it's not a. I don't know. I'm. Can you cut no, this part I, no, out? I have. I have. Because look, I have a friend who who look. I, you you guys know me. I'm not an alcoholic or a drug addict right. anymore. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But look, I could do A to Z, and I won't. The next day, I won't. I won't even. I want to be sober the next day, right? Mm-hmm. Like I have a friend, I won't I won't name he's not really a friend anymore. That's how bad it's gotten. Yeah. That he first got drunk with me. He still drinks fucking a bottle every weekend. And he's done a couple other things with me that mm-hmm. he does heavily still. Oh. And I'm just like is it only on the weekend? Some things. Like he smokes weed every day. That's fine. Is that could be an addiction too? It is. We, it is. Let's be honest. Like, like if you do anything in in a moderation is okay. You've heard that before, obviously. Mm-hmm. But if you do anything every single day, and like you have to do it, like to get that dopamine mm-hmm. rush from it, it's an addiction. Yeah. So if I if I like to eat. A hundred cheeseburger. If I like to eat three cheeseburgers for lunch every day, isn't that an addiction? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I don't know what would, what would constitute an addiction. And girls, do we glorify addictions by saying Starbies? My Starbies yes. run. Bro, hell yeah. Because <laughs> Starbucks isn't even good. How do they get Chill. addicted? To- <laughs> <laughs> You're addicted to. Bro, you can make coffee at home. Hold on, you know what I'm addicted to? Oh shit! Oh, shit. Diablo. <laughs> what you drinking? Um, fucking that's Pierre's line from What Can Go Wrong podcast. <laughs> I'm not stealing it; just borrowed it. <laughs> uh, Diet Coke. But you know, okay. So then, if you routinely. Make breakfast in the morning and you eat three eggs. Is that an addiction? No, that's a healthy habit. <laughs> so uh, what? Yeah. what How does fuck? it hurt you? Who, who's the judge of that? Wait, is it, does it hurt you? Do you? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, pause. something has to be negative or or bad for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's if it's something that's unhealthy, then it could be considered an addiction. Something that affects you negatively. Yeah. yeah, even exercising could be an an addiction because you you mess up your joints, you tear muscles that yeah that, you know like it could be considered a, an unhealthy addiction. Are we addicted to podcasting? Uh, unfortunately, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, addict. Woo! I'm yeah. just kidding. All right, <laughs> but, but I've I've never been addicted to anything. Clash of Clans, vaping, <laughs> zombies, S- uh, yeah. sucking. Nah, all right, I won't put you out. Nah, I just saying. I just yeah, Thanks, bro. <laughs> no, but I I have 
an addictive personality when it comes to like video games. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't I don't play. Like I remember before we used to get on on the PlayStation and play Madden for fucking hours, and then we would chase zombies for <laughs> fucking hours. Yeah, yeah. Like round fifty, and you're you're still playing. It's- yeah, and then a stupid <laughs> little game like Clash of Clans. You were like. Hey, Pops, look at this game. I'm like, man, get that kid's shit out of here. He got mad when I first showed him it. Look, look, because cause the villager spoke, and it's like a chick. And he, he looked at, he looked back angry, I remember. And my mom, my mom was like, just give it a chance. Damn it. Well, <laughs> Damn you know, what I've noticed about Pops is that he gets real pressed. He doesn't like watching things with, like, mystical or medieval no. characters. <laughs> I told him I was watching Harry Potter, and he's like, ugh. <laughs> so he, here are things that I hate. <laughs> Star Wars, Star Trek. Don't say it. Don't fucking Chinese cartoons. <laughs> I don't like Chinese cartoons. <laughs> Chinese. Hey, Ivan Lopez likes them. Chinese cartoons. I don't like uh, anime. Anime. I don't like anime either. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. What did you just mention? Uh, Harry Potter. I yeah. hate Harry Potter. I'm on Wait, the boat. Can I ask you something? I I don't like people who point at other people in pictures. <laughs> Those are things that I hate, and I hate Pepsi. Mm-hmm. You will never see me drink a Pepsi. Understandable. Could, that I, I could slide on. Could you say that you're addicted to hating those things? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so in reality, you hate yourself. <gasps> no. No. <laughs> that, that'll make no sense. No, but... Oh. Yellow light. You know what be pissing me the fuck off? What? Sorry, I have to vent. The fa- Okay, if there is a turn light, you know eventually it's going to hit green. And that's when you fucking press on the gas and you get your ass to go. Go. I hate the stupid, dumb bitches that fucking wait. Or, or they're just a little slow. They try to turn a little careful. Bitch, go. There's the rest of us. The Titanic is sinking. And you're going to let me die and drown. <laughs> that shit pisses me off so bad. I, I would say it's worse when you have three of those drivers in front of you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's like. Because then only one goes. I've thought of that. I'm like, why when it hits green, doesn't everyone just, bam, hit the accelerator, woof, bam. Hell yeah. we're Blast off. Yeah, but. I go, I go by what you taught me, though. Standard two and you save gas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm one of those people. Yeah. Buzzy, you got to speed it, it up. In my work truck? Now let's talk about the work truck. You be looking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we live in Milwaukee, right? Our, our fucking, our driving records are all probably like kindergartners in, in fucking <laughs> Arkansas. What's up with Arkansas? <laughs> Shout out to any, Arkansas. Thank you guys for promoting this podcast and sponsoring us today. Yeah. Any listeners from so, Arkansas? So we live in Milwaukee. We have the worst drivers out here. Mm. You're just a product of that. <laughs> so you're you're asking people to just gas it right away, right? Yeah. Yes. But you want to know what, Buzz? I 
for a split second, I don't know why I feel like Wisconsin doesn't have the worst drivers. I feel like no, Wisconsin doesn't. Milwaukee does. Oh yeah, <laughs> Milwaukee is its own little country. <laughs> I feel like L.A. does. Really? I would How y'all motherfuckers need to pr- go hit the gas? They're in traffic, bro. How got, y'all be in traffic for two hours? They got like ten True. lanes and they're all going five miles per hour. For real, y'all dumb. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. They did that 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 Drake challenge on where he gets out the car and then starts dancing. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder what that movie "A Day Without a Mexican" would have been like in LA, huh? What? Like, nobody a- on the freeway, <laughs> dude. <laughs> be like two people out there. But I would say those uh, a fib. You know what a fib is, right? Yeah. F I B. What is it? It's like a little lie. No, I f- don't know what it is. Oh, you you hear white people say it all the time? Fucking Illinois bastards. This Never is the first that. time I'm hearing that. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, ask any of your older coworkers. I'm like, you know you what's too. a I fib? I feel like they're going to say a lie. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, like a, f- a functioning um, ill bastard. <laughs> Same thing. Fucking <laughs> Illinois bastards. Yeah. Now, anytime we go out there, it's, I would say it's, it's like a combination of New York and California together. Mm. Like, it's not as... Fucked up and grungy and gothic as like New York, mm-hmm. but Illinois, I hate it. You you don't. It doesn't even have to be rush hour. Yeah, and you're in traffic, or somebody. I know, right? They don't be letting you in. Like, hey, you know, I'm gonna crash and die if I don't <laughs> squeeze Bro, in here. So, real quickly, back to what you were saying, people in Milwaukee. I, I think the fucking Illinois bastards are, are safe on this one. It's the fucking, uh, the whips <laughs> <laughs> or the fucking Wisconsin or whatever the fuck. Dude said Inbred ribs. bastards. <laughs> uh, you got to, <laughs> so it was, it was about three days ago. I was on the freeway and I was going to work. And it's about, I don't know, 17 miles, some shit like that, 11, I don't know. 21. Yeah. 0.65. Yeah, something like Should that. Should be 21 minutes. But I'm on the left lane. I'm on the fast lane. But traffic was going around 55. And I'm driving, and there's a like a Hertz truck, like a U-Haul. On <clears throat> on the right of me. And he starts getting closer to me. And I'm like, I honk at him. And he keeps getting closer. And I'm fucking honking, like holding the horn. <laughs> just honking. <laughs> this motherfucker from fucking stupid ass Milwaukee. <laughs> fucking... Pushes me all the way over to the breakdown lane. <laughs> you were being that petty. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, I was literally in my lane. Yeah. He, he just pushed me out of it. He, yeah. was, he wasn't in front of me. Yeah. He was directly next to me. Yeah, he bullied your ass. <laughs> so, <laughs> Damn. so he did that to me. It was Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna teach you not to give me a hug. 
So so I'm I'm driving there and I'm like, fuck, let me let me back off. I wasn't even looking, bro. Like I could have been hitting a fucking broke down car or something. I was I had my eyes on the fucking truck. So I backed off and I'm behind him. I'm still honking, flashing my high beams at him. I'm like, fucking bitch. I'm like, fuck, he can't hear me. I'm, this is all wasted energy. Yep. <laughs> so I'm behind him and I'm like, it's a it's been about a mile. He gets on the right lane to try to go faster. And I'm like, all right, it goes into three lanes right here, and then it goes back down to two. Aww. When it split open to three lanes, I sped up <laughs> in front of him. So where it goes down to two lanes, I noticed a semi that was going 53 miles per hour. <laughs> ah. Yep. I see where you're going. <laughs> I got right next to that semi. <laughs> and you you want to know how I know he was driving 53 miles per hour? Because you were going 53 miles per hour. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I remember me and you used to fuck people up in traffic. Yeah. So this fool's behind me. Then he switches lanes to the other one. Then he gets behind me. This fool gets so close to me that I couldn't see his headlights in my rear view. And I'm like, the fuck? You're in a U-Haul, bitch. You you hit me, you pay for the U-Haul. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm like, bro, for a few miles, I'm like, I'll speed up a little and then I slow back down, <laughs> kill his hopes. <laughs> and I did not let him through, so he was stuck going 52 miles per hour. <laughs> Probably and, 51. Yeah. And right. I see my exits coming up. So I'm like, I got to time this shit right. Yeah. And I fucking went up to like 60 something, like, vroom, and kind of switched two lanes at once type of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then I see him like nice. speed off, like. He was probably like stupid fucking. Yeah, he was probably waving his fucking fist at me. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Mm, fuck, fuck Malibu's. Nah, but some people need to be calmed down because it is not that serious, bro. It's not. He literally almost killed me. Yeah. Had I not been so aware and such a great driver, <laughs> <laughs> this fool would have hit me. I would have spun around, went into oncoming traffic. A semi would have hit me. I would have been decapitated, and I would have had to carry this podcast all because I'm I was I was a good driver that prevented all that shit. I am so glad you're the best. Me Thanks. too. Like wow, <laughs> amazing. Look, so so the thing is today it's funny because I was on my phone and I accidentally um I almost did that. You you almost. Crashed into a semi and then no 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 some someone who who was who was uh, next to me it was just like a regular little Honda Accord yeah and I I fucking almost turned into him and he turned around and started yelling and shit yeah and like I don't even get mad when people yell at me because it's like yeah it's my fault yes. <laughs> like, bro I, I was I was neglecting my my fucking you know my rights. 
Mm-hmm. I, I, I was supposed to be a good driver like Pops, but I was being a terrible driver. I was on my phone. <laughs> and when he did that, I switched another other lane like behind him mm-hmm. and under my breath, just in case he heard, <laughs> I was like, shut up, bitch. Because, like, <laughs> bro, like, I know, yeah. like, I know I suck at driving. There, but there's something about just the, the subtle... Stupid ass. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, you don't even got to do too much. Just get it off your chest, but do it lightly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Fucking idiot. Because we had cases where people are bad drivers. Wait, real quickly, <laughs> what what do you guys say? What's your go-to? Fucking bitch. Shut up. I say shut up, bitch, in my head. Like, shut the fuck up, bitch. I say stupid motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> so you're driving. You just go. It's stupid motherfucker. <laughs> That that makes sense actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. I, yeah, that's a little bit more masculine. Mine is yeah. a bit more feminine. Yeah, fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I'm pretty sure I have said bitch. Wait, it, it rolls off the tongue a little. Fucking bitch. Yeah, it rolls off so smoothly. Stupid Sometimes, bitch. I, oh my god, I'll have a little bit of a diva moment and say if there's two lanes and they're gonna merge into one, right? And the car's semi next to you. Well, today on my way here, like they were driving close to me. I'm like, all right, well, you got to slow down because I don't want you in front of me. <laughs> but he ends up uh, going back and, and letting me ahead. And I'm yeah. like, yep, good boy. All right. <laughs> See, look, for me, I get paid to drive. I'm on the road and I'm I'm making money. So... The thing is, like, I let people in, and I always give them a, a thumbs up, like, or I flash my lights, like, go ahead in front of me. Uh-huh. Like, I see they want the car in front of them as being a jerk, so I'll slow, I'll slow down, like, fucking 10 miles. Yeah. And I'll be like... Here you go, buddy. Yeah, yep, yep. I do that often. There, There is one favorite thing that I love, and what? it's it's at nighttime, and it's when you see a car coming... And it's just dark. You go, that looks off. What is, what's missing? And then you, you flick your high beams on twice. Like, hey, bro, turn on your lights. And then you look in the mirror as they're driving back and you see the lights turn on. I be uh, feeling like an upstanding citizen in my community. When people do that to me, I, I appreciate it. Seriously. <laughs> like, I am, I, I change, I, world peace. Yeah, yeah. I for real appreciate that. <laughs> So, last, how many, <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. Um, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not, bro. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, how many of you love talking on the phone? I hate it. Yeah, I don't enjoy it. There's a, a select few that I would talk on the phone with. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm the same as you guys. Like, I'll... I'll talk to certain people. Yeah. You know, if my brother calls me, if uh, Ramon from Chicano Shuffle calls me. So all your booze. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just just cool people like that, right? Because you can't get it all on text. There's certain people. Like, if you're yeah. talking to Ramon, you, you, you cannot text them. Mm-hmm. Like, conversation just goes crazy. Yeah. So natural. But, but no. I remember my first phone. (laughs) 
It or was, was it a fucking rock con- uh, c- connected to a line, a string, or what? <laughs> no, it was uh, one of those Nokia, those gray ones. How would I know? Come and, on, man. And I remember having it, and I felt cool. You were. Like, you absolutely were. I would clip it onto my belt and shit, and, and like, let's say I'm out in public and it rings. You know, I'll let it ring like three times. <laughs> <laughs> like people looking around like oh shit he's important like he needs a cellular phone he's he's beeping oh yeah. cellular cellular yeah, yeah. yeah look look at this fancy guy in his mobile phone like wow and i'll i'll answer it like you know like like certain type of people yeah like, how what how like loud hello <laughs> they're like Hello? Yeah, this is David. Oh, what's up? Yep. No, no, this, this is my cellular phone. <laughs> yeah, I was just about it. Yeah, it's my mobile phone. Yeah, my, my other phone is at home. <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> how much did it cost? We won't talk about that in public. Yeah, you know, I got that promotion, so, you know... Um, yeah, just hey, just th- hanging out on my cellular th- phone. I don't want to. Uh, this is the guy on the other line. He's like, "Hello, uh, <laughs> uh, it, may, can I?" <laughs> <laughs> may, you, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, Larry. Um, I'm gonna, you remember what? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to let you go, Larry, because uh, you know cellular phones. You know, I I don't have any service in here. I can't really hear you, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, and then I. Check it real quick. Make sure people are looking at me. Put it in my, you know, back in my clip. Yeah. Was there ever a point in your life where you felt cool? Yes. To have a cellular phone? No. Bro. No. I think easily first phone. Your first phone? I didn't care about mine. Actually, that's very true. Wait, (laughs) can I ask a quick question? Can you charge it? Was it charge? No, you would have batteries. to change the batteries. Yeah, just uh-huh. like the Samsung. Remember our our Samsung. I'm fucking with you. Oh, <laughs> oh. I'm like, no, nah, it can't be that bad. Our, our Samsungs had batteries. Remember? Oh, you could charge yeah. them. Yeah, I mean, you could charge them, remember. but they I'm had sorry. batteries, so it was both. Oh, so I could go. I could go a step further. I remember when when I used to have a beeper. <laughs> El beeper. <laughs> so with your beeper, you know, they would beep you, their phone number would show up, you, you'd raise it up so everyone looks at it like, oh, let me see, hold it up to the sun, make sure you could, you know, just yeah, like, oh, I'm cool, right? So right. guys couldn't change it to Pizza Hut. <laughs> but so basically you would call and just type in the number. And that's the number that would appear on the beeper. Oh. So you would put your phone number or, you know, it would be a code. Like number one, the first one would be how many ounces. <laughs> the second one, what street. <gasps> you know, so oh. you, you can have, you can have, you know, different codes. So I remember feeling cool. You were Just because I had a, a beeper. Well, so when I got my first cell phone, like 
Hell yeah, I felt cool as fuck. But you want to know what was the coolest thing? How old were you? Uh, Sorry to interrupt. No, that's okay. I was in sixth grade. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. 12? That's what that means usually, like 11, the, yeah, 12. Yeah, 11, 12. Um, but yeah, that was when I got my first phone. But when I felt the absolute coolest was when I got that iPod Nano. Because, bro, first of all, Apple is that brand. And back then, it was even more that brand. So when I clipped that touch screen on my fucking sweater, I was cub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had my Drake, J. Cole, Wale playing. <laughs> See, I had the same shit, but I never felt cool. Yeah. Uh, something bro, I felt it. lame when I had let- headphones in. Really? I felt like I was head ass, bro, back then. Yeah, yeah. like if I was listening to music in class, I would think like, is what the fucking teacher saying not important enough? Yeah. And one time I tried it and I got caught in front of the whole class and then <laughs> he unplugged it and my music played out loud. There, there was one point where these sweaters had literal like little loopholes for headphones. Yeah. Remember? Some even had the headphones built in. That was revolutionary. <laughs> 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 Holy shit, bro. Um. But no, that shit, it was cool. I think because I'm like, okay, damn, this is expensive. Awesome. Isn't it crazy how times have changed? How 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 things of of high cost back then were fucking impressive. Yeah. You had the you had brand new clothes. Like you you still seen the fucking the mark in the middle of the shirt. And now it's more like a standard. No, no, because because the thing is like every Getting used old shit is cool now. Oh. Like, if I pulled up with a beeper Pops is talking about or that Nokia. Yeah. Bro, I, I just changed the game again. <laughs> like, That's yeah. actually very true. I was just really impressed by, uh, there was an unboxing of an iPhone third generation. And that sh- that's, it goes way fucking back. And it was just so satisfying seeing a fresh new one because it's been so long yeah. since that style has been out. So it's just like, damn, like that's just cool. It's rare. It is. <laughs> they were all little and cute. They were. <laughs> they were fat, bro. The iPhones back then. I remember my friend, he gave me one because mm-hmm. the iPhone 5 came out. Yeah. He gave me like an iPhone 4. <laughs> and I was like, damn, what the, f-? like this fat ass phone. They were definitely cool as fuck. So the other day my wife caught me thinking about her. It's not good. Has that ever happened to you where cuz I sometimes I get pensive, right? Mm-hmm. And pensive, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and and this day I got out of work and you know come home and and then she's here. It's like, oh, okay. Hey, you you want to get something to eat? Yeah. And we're like, oh, fuck it, you know, Rocky Rococo's. I don't know why we chose that. <laughs> Ooh, she was good. Yeah, but me and my wife and Ryan, we went, and then on the way back, I'm just quiet. Like I'm driving, and then I'm at a red light, and I'm I'm my eyes are just like glazed over, mm-hmm. and. 
And I'm thinking about my wife. She's next to me, but I'm thinking about her. And, and she she said something slick like, like what are you thinking about? <laughs> and I and I go, I was thinking about you. <laughs> now that that's Yeah, not, <laughs> right, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, right? That that's that should be a normal response, right? Yeah. But I'm like, no, for real, I was. Uh-huh. Because I I always talk about the differences between me and my wife. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that she's very productive. Yeah. Like if she has 10 hours left of this day, her mindset is what can I accomplish in these 10 hours? Mm-hmm. Me... <laughs> He's like nice. ten hours of chill time. <laughs> All right, Bruh. I mean, me, I would be like, "All right, I got ten hours. I better do one thing at least. At least, <laughs> let me go one, wash the dishes. Like today, you know, I didn't go to work, so I'm like, you know what? I, I haven't done anything. Let me. I went and fixed the the step because, mm-hmm. you know, they get worn, right? So I. Put a few more drills in there, drilled, drilled some holes, reinforcement, bam, nice. all right, bam, good as new, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I feel accomplished with that one thing that I did. Mm-hmm. I feel accomplished you talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, the, the reason I, I, I mentioned that is because, like, if my wife has five hours and I asked her, hey, let's go to Chicago and get some tacos... Hell yeah. She's like, for real? Let's go. <laughs> she she is always go, go, go. It's how can I use my time responsibly <clears throat> and, and be productive? Mm-hmm. She'll get home. She's tired. But if there's something to do, she's going to feel obligated to do it. That's true. Yeah. And that's something that little by little... I'm trying to to get. It's like, don't just chill for six hours. You know, yeah. fucking do something productive. Maybe cook a meal. You know, yeah. go in the basement and fix something, or you know, even just put a shirt on the hanger. Yeah, seriously. And it's like I, the older I get, the the more I'm seeing that. That every relationship in one form or another is a reciprocal, reciprocal? Yeah. Symbiotic. You know what you're saying. Relationship. Mm -hmm. I hope I'm saying that right. I don't want to keep using the wrong term (laughs) this whole. Reciprocity? I don't know how Lauren Hill says. Yeah. 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 Reciprocal. So it's it's based on reciprocity, reciprocating deeds and and things people do for you. So if I bought you a coffee every morning as a coworker, mm-hmm. how would you feel? You expect it? Yeah. So so like if I gave you a coffee and you're like, "Oh, cool." Mhm. And then the next day 
oh, cool. Mm-hmm. And I keep giving you coffees. At what point do you feel like, like, whoa, this, this, you're giving me too much. I haven't gave you anything. Yeah, because givers, wait, takers don't know, like, they don't have a limit of when to stop taking. I, I'm a victim <laughs> of taking too much. <laughs> we have a, a survivor here. <laughs> but, and it doesn't matter in, in, in what form or fashion, every relationship is like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you give something to someone and you expect something in return. Now, what you expect in return varies by who it is, what you gave. Like if I give someone a, a one coffee and I never give them anything else, I'm not going to expect anything, right? Mm-hmm. But don't you feel that people do that? And it's like, hey, here you go, and expect something in return? Mm, yes, and a, a lot of people that I know have like in one way or another shared that, you know, they don't take they don't take because they don't want to owe. So yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, they're in one way or another like that it I, always ends up being the consensus. My my homie's dad, he kicks it with us whenever we kick it. And he told us he's like if you ever give something, expect to lose it forever mm-hmm. and never expect anything in return. Absolutely. So so if I ever do something, it's like I never expect it back. Yeah. Because, and, and it's it's probably more rare when I do shit because I never expect shit back. Mm-hmm. Um, this, like, 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 let's, let's. Obviously, pops is my my parent though, so like yeah. if he does, you know, like, but but as far as other relationships go, mm-hmm. can you can you honestly say that out of all your relationships, you don't expect anything from anyone? No, it's it, I ex- I expect a good time if I go if I go over <laughs> my friend's house. That's an expectation. Entertain if, me. Yeah, if if. If my friends come through with a 12-pack, I expect a beer or two. Yeah. Yeah. So can you say there's any friendship that you don't expect anything out of? No. Because at least in one relationship, you have to expect respect. (laughs) (laughs) Like, even the common things. Like, so I completely agree with that. Yeah, because I was thinking about it and... And I was doing a little research uh, on it. So you Googled? <laughs> That's that, what research is for yeah. pops. <laughs> on Wikipedia. And it's like yeah. the differences between, you know, this type of relationship and that type. Yeah. And I'm like, in one form or another, you expect something. Uh-huh. Now, for instance, me. I... You know, I've been working for a long time, and I, I give to Brittany, I give to Buzz, give to Ryan, give to my wife. And what do I expect? 
I expect a smile. <laughs> I, I expect for them to appreciate it. But it's not like this cost me 500 bucks and I bought it for you. So you're in the whole 500. Yeah. Like, it's not like, hey, I bought you this $500 gift and you got me a $100 gift. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, bought, I bought you a PS5 and you fucking got me a fucking Monster gift card. Truck. Yeah. <laughs> so, and if someone can educate me on that, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Is there a relationship where you don't expect anything out of? Because at the very least, everyone I hang out with, I expect something out of them. Yeah. I feel like with my with my dog, I don't expect anything. Yes, but, you but, do. But something bad. <laughs> <laughs> like you expect them to not run away from home. He's on, a, he's on a leash, so you expect them to to pee when you take them out to amuse you. Give me your paw. <laughs> you expect them to do it. <clears throat> now, and like if if I have a, a coworker and I'm talking to him, just the information that this person has given me is repayment enough. Yeah. So it's like, hey, you know, this is how you... Do this business transaction. This is how you make this move, or hey, this is the mistake I made on this, or mm-hmm. have you ever looked into this type of machine? So you're getting something out of every relationship. Yeah, and the best type of relationships is when you can keep the value pretty even. Mm-hmm. So you do want to be fair, but. I'll give you this example. There's a fat coworker that oh we have. God. Okay. Right? I like where this is going. <laughs> and, you know, I'm pretty sure he has a high school diploma, but it's from up north, so it's probably... Pretty equivalent to kindergarten over here. Yeah, pretty much. So this person, you know, gives a bunch of meat. You know, they just butchered uh, some cows up north, and it was like, hey, here's a bunch of meat, buddy. (laughs) And it's like, oh, cool, thanks. You know, you have all this meat left over. So he, the guy takes it, and fast forward, bro, it was weeks, maybe months. And this person... That received the meat, fucking ordered some, you know, some Popeyes. Yeah. With another coworker, and you know they're eating their lunch, and and the fat guy who gave them this meat like a few months ago is like, that's what she said. Hey, <laughs> what, like, what the hell? You know why? Why didn't you give me one? After all the meat I gave you. Oh. <laughs> Hell no. That's a bite in the ass. That's when you take that food you just got and you throw it in his face. You give it to him. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> uh, see, real quick, as as I just I would give it to him, right? Like, like I I would have offered. If I, I remember shit. See, see, one of the laws is uh real quick, sorry to interrupt. Uh. The way to get to a person is through gifts, right? 
So if you're gifting them shit, automatically, unknowingly, they're in debt to you. They're in debt to you. So so if I if if I were to give you fifty bucks today, you yeah. needed it, and uh fucking six months from now, I needed someone to help me move. Automatically, you're the first person I'm gonna go to. Yeah, you owe me it. Yeah, remember that one time? You know? Yeah. And and that's why I don't accept food. I'm not food driven. Like like, <laughs> bro, I'm really not. Like you want to yeah. give me? I remember there was some one coworker who wanted to give me venison, uh-huh. and I said no. No thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good with not n- not knowing the rule. And that okay. So there's this term, and I've mentioned it before on the podcast. It's called altruism, and we learned about it in psychology in high school. Basically, altruism is saying that it's the most genuine thing you can do without expecting anything return, not even a smile. By genuinely wanting this person to enjoy. That's something to where you don't it uh, the the most purest form of being genuine and, and, yeah. and they try they, there's cases where they try to prove that it exists but at the end of the day there's some sort of motive yes yeah. and even if the motive is for me to feel good inside mm-hmm. there's a reason why you give the the pay the payoff may be. I feel good inside. Mm-hmm. Even though nobody knows, I feel it. I know it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, son of a bitch, man. We're over here trying to be good people. Mm-hmm. Right. But because we're fucking animals, there's always a motive behind it. Yeah. The One of the examples that they used was there was this one case where a person had toppled over like past the... The train in the stra- in the train tracks, you know, yeah. in a New York subway underground somewhere, um, and there was a man who had seen a train was coming, so he quickly jumped on top of that guy and shielded him, and they both survived. And so after that, they were like, "So was that altruism? Like he had absolutely no reason to save this guy, but was it because he didn't want him dead? Because he wanted to be the guy that saved this person, you know?" Right. There, there were so many ways to kind of crack that case, but right. it, it, I would say he he did it for for the right reason. Absolutely, it reminds me. I say a friend because he accepted me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a conversation before, but his uh-huh. name is Tamar Boggs. You guys heard of him? No. no. There was there was a five year old girl who got kidnapped, and he followed the car on his bike. Some black kid. He was 15. He followed the car on his bike. Yeah. And eventually he got a hold of the car and he stopped the car and he called the police and he got the girl free. Mm-hmm. He accepted my friend request on Facebook and we literally had a conversation about it. And now he's forgotten. But the thing is like. That's still really special. Like, yeah, you, you hold that dear to yourself. Like, yeah, yeah. So so would that be considered. Altruism. Altruism. <laughs> <laughs> So he did it to save the girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure he stuck around with a big smile like, oh, she's reunited with her hero and he's smiling, mm-hmm. posing for pictures. Like, he, that is not why he did it. But the gratification of doing a good deed is a motive. I think, I don't know, because myself, I'm picturing if there were ever to be a case with like a kid or like even a little puppy, just like 
And it sucks because I'm more gravitated towards innocent things. Yeah. <laughs> like I would die for an innocent thing. I'll, I'll, yeah. Um, if, if I were to be seeing a kid get abducted and I'm on a bike, like you would feel that. That would be fueling you. Like you want that kid to be safe. Like you want that kid to be okay. So in that moment, th- I feel like that is the altruism when the deed is happening. That whatever happens after the fact you're not caring about because you were in a fight or flight like state. Okay. So he I, held on to the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he held on to the car. <laughs> One of the things I notice when you do like the movements of a bike, so he was on his bike and <laughs> you're, you're pedaling with your hands. Like, why aren't you pedaling with your See, feet? look, look, because when you got to go fast, you push it to each direction as, as hard as you can. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> right. Now, but, but mm-hmm. kind of along the lines of, the, of, of that topic, there was this one pot, this one show that I saw on Netflix, and it was a guy who would call different McDonald's or fast food restaurants and he would convince the manager that someone had stolen something. Oh fuck yeah. And he's making this call posing as a police officer like yeah she stole something you got to strip search her. An employee. Yeah. Okay. So you know the employee goes into the office and like hey the cop is on the phone I got to strip search you. And I don't know how there were so many cases, but you have these, in most cases, young girls who are 17, 18, I'm guessing very young, right? And naive. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, I got to search you. Now, they were searched, and it was the managers who would get in trouble because the guy on the phone, it's like, Really? Mm-hmm. You, really? You're listening to a guy on the phone tell you to do right, that? Right. And it wasn't just funny, like, all right, you know, the clothes is off, good. Nope. It's like spanker, look in there, <gasps> spread them. Oh, my God. Have her do this to you. It's like, I'm like, these these, these guys. Are abusing their authority. Yeah, but it was the police supposedly on the line telling them to do these things. Yeah. Now I get I I it was completely wrong. Like if somebody called me like, hey you gotta strip search one of your employees. Like bro, you stupid. What's your badge number, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> like okay, I'll have the cops go over there, bring them. Like send yeah. them send them right here. I am not looking in this fool's ass. I w- I would hang up right away. <laughs> I'd yeah. be like, what the fuck? Now <laughs> But one of the one of the victims, and and it is sad that that it happened because they were pretty young and naive. But on one of them, she sued McDonald's, and she got a six million dollars settlement. So why why are y'all grinning? Uh, <laughs> it in the press conference, it's like you happy as fuck. But but she's trying to still play the sad like like oh no you know they you really suck some six million dollar meat. <laughs> so yeah, so it's like all right yeah this 
this really fucked up shit happened. It shouldn't have. Some of the people are in prison for that. But, like, let's say you, okay, you were victimized, and you go to court, and you're like, oh, you know, you're, you're being sad every day on the stand, and you're crying. And then on the final day when when they, when they read the verdict, mm-hmm. uh, you're being rewarded $6 million. Woo-woo-woo. <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna buy. <laughs> I w- bro, I, I would wanna laugh. I would wanna be like, ah, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> Break character. Here's an <laughs> and scene. <laughs> what he bows. <laughs> so, would you go through that for six million dollars? Yeah, absolutely not. No, I would. Then, Play with my butt cheeks on on air, bro, and fucking <laughs> spread them as wide as I as God may let me. <laughs> Oi, you're cramp, bro. Oh. Come on, man. Oh yeah, a cramp again, bro. Dog, I'm telling you, you're uh, at that age where, I, bro, I be getting worried. You be drinking uh, water? No. Damn. Uh, when you're drinking a diet coke, you don't you don't know my priorities. Have oh. some of this. Keep going. That's a four-level All right, look, look, yeah. All right, uh, look, look. For for that amount of money, bro, uh, bro uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ass clap. <laughs> what the bro, fuck? I'm gonna drop it like it's <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> like it's piping, bro. I'm fucking <laughs> playing any role that I'm that I made, bro. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean. Oh man, I need to start drinking water. Are you, yeah. Are, all right. How about this? For six million dollars on a pod on Joe Rogan's podcast, would you pretend to have a cramp? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. no. <laughs> oh my god. So the other day, all right. Before we close it out, because we're really close to closing it out. The other day, I was on TikTok. And I seen a video of a very happy man playing with his kid, mm-hmm. and it made me happy, right? Yeah. Two slide, two video slides later, the man committed suicide. Aww. Yeah, and 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 no no one could tell, like absolutely nobody could tell. What do you mean? Like like that he was suicidal. Oh. Yeah, that should that should really hurt me. Absolutely, and I, I, I just, just a quick message, you know, before we close it out, is if, if you're going through anything, if, if you feel any type of way, just you, you really gotta, gotta understand that you're, you're gonna grow from whatever you're going through. Like taking your life is crazy, man. Like mm-hmm. I, I, dude, my, my friend the other day was talking crazy to me, and, and I had to remind him. Like, did you know there's there's more stars in the galaxy than there are grains of salt on this earth, right? Mm-hmm. And I had to remind him, like, dude, you're you're a fucking gem. You're a star. Yeah. And and you're someone that means more than you could imagine to me. Aww. You know, and and he his eyes got watery. Mm-hmm. And and I I let him know, like, whatever you're going through. Like the Bible says, even though I don't, I don't hold it dear to me, it shall pass, right? Mm-hmm. Huh? 
So so I, I let him know that. And I want to let you guys know that mm-hmm. whatever you're going through, it shall pass. It might not go away completely, but like you, you definitely mean a lot to m- more people than you know. Absolutely, Aww. you're you're you know like you're cared for. And and with that being said, fucking try to be a better person to people. Because you may think that you play an insignificant role in someone's life. But the more good people people have around them, the better they're going to be and the better they're going to feel. Yeah. So. Like, I, I take this. Look, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going through a, a hard, uh, through hardship right now. But the thing is, I'm a strong-minded individual. And I, and I'm not saying that to be cocky or, or funny or anything, but I wouldn't take my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I love myself too much. Yeah. So I, I think about it this way: like, if if I were, I know the the, I know I know the waves that it w- it would leave and and how many people it would hurt. Mm-hmm. And I know I know well enough to not do that. But I also understand that growth, hardship creates growth and, and development. And you become a better person when you realize you could get through these things, even when you think you can't, right? 100%. There's been times where I've been in my room dark. It's been dark. And, and I'm like, I don't think I can get through this. Mm-hmm. But yesterday I woke up. The day before that I woke up mm-hmm. and I realized and I understand that I have the, the fortitude and, and the I, the, yeah, yeah, to get through these things. And it's, it's going to help me realize and, and grow as a person now, like going, going forward, mm-hmm. I'll learn from, from mistakes that I've made or from hardship. So, so I just, I just want to say like, Realize that it's a part of the journey, the journey that 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 you're put through for a reason. So if you ever think like, yeah, like killing myself is the best option, it's, it's not. Um, I want to read like a little excerpt that I seen the other day that I really liked. So it says... Whenever you start to feel overwhelmed by the reality of an unknown future, I hope you can rem- oh, I hope you can remember that today used to be one of those days that you worried so tirelessly about. Now, here you are, on the other side of that unknown, successfully making it through every moment, one breath at a time. And the fact that you're still breathing and finding light along the path is proof. Whew. Your unknowns have not defined you. And even here, there is more you. <clears throat> Hold it together, Beans. It's true, though. Yeah, and that's, that's, what I always, that's what I always tell my kids. Like, not, not when we're recording, but like life. Off, off this shit, right? Like, life is a bitch, man. Life is brutal. Life is... A motherfucker. Like, 
it ain't so much the, you know, a certain task, but the repetitiveness of it, like, okay, I got to go to work, bust my ass. Next day, too, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day. Mm. And it's like you combine shit like that with, you know, maybe your daughter moving out or, you know, your son, you know, doing his thing, your wife, you know, busy at work. And it's like everyone's hustling for the goal, but... You know, you, you, you got to keep fighting through it. You got to. What is the other option? If you give up, even if you give up for a week, a month, you're just making it harder on yourself. Yeah. You are. Like, just fucking keep fighting, bro. The the unknowns aren't as scary as you think. Yeah. And and it's true because uh, I remember I remember I heard a quote. From a good friend of mine And he said He told me Take each step Blind And And you should have The Like like the The tools And the mindset To get through each thing And And now I find adversity Exciting mm-hmm. Like Like I know Look look Cause I I could I could see how this shit Could destroy me I could easily see that I could easily just do this or that But Instead, I'm, I, I look at how, now, now interrupt negative thinking with positive thinking, right? Just as you do the opposite, vice versa, you know? I interrupt negative thinking with positive thinking. So if I'm like, dude, I'm never going to meet anyone like her, the positive thinking comes rolling in. What if I don't meet anyone? Then what? Then I'm just with myself, the most, you know, the, the most pure and genuine company that you could have and and i realized that like the positive thinking is what could get you through this shit and and you got to interrupt the negative thinking even when shit seems like it's not going your way it in a way in the future you'll thank yourself for going through that shit and it it it, it motivates me to fucking grind it motivates me to do what i do today yeah and, and and that's the thing, like 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 you just said, okay, a bad thing, I'm not going to find someone like her. A good thing, I'm not going to find someone like her. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so it, it's all in how you frame it and how you view it. It's like, yeah, her fucking feet stink, her coochie stink. Her yeah. Fucking, <laughs> No, right. I, I mean I'm I'm just poking fun at that, yeah. but it, it is in, in in the way you look at it. Yep, yep. And and if you if you interrupt your negative thinking, your de- your depressed thoughts with positive thoughts, you know, like like if if and and I'm I'm not an expert, dude, by any means, but I I pull through my own shit, and and I know what it takes to get myself through some shit. And if I could do it. You better motherfucking be able to do it because I'm nobody. Can, you know what I mean? Otherwise, like, we're not gonna podcast no more. Right, right. <laughs> so, no. so suicide shouldn't be a thought when you understand that you're a star mm-hmm. and you're 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 loved by yourself, mm-hmm. by one other person. It doesn't matter how many other people you're loved by. Mm-hmm. 
one to Je- yourself. Like Jesus loves you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's a person. Ch- Chicanoish loves you. Yeah. Now, I I will add add to it by saying this that every battle happens in your head, man. Like every battle you're thinking of, it starts in your mind first. What you decipher, what you take out of it, how you react to your thoughts, that's that's secondary. But everyone, every minute of the day has battles that they're fighting with in their head. And you may not know it. Like, I, like that, that one time, it was uh, um, last week. It wasn't anything major. You know, when Ryan got his, all four of his wisdom tools taken out, I'm like, teeth. Thank you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. In, in my mind, I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's people that have died from that. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's got to be some people that have died from, you know, maybe too, too much. Uh, anesthesia. Anesthesia, or... something. Yeah. And and that whole day I was uneasy, <laughs> and I'm going through the whole day with this in my mind, and I'm I'm off, you know I'm I'm not a hundred percent me, and and I thought about it for a while. It's like, you know, once I got the word that he was, you know, oh, you know, he's talking and everything already. I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. good, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. But for a split second. I'm like, there's people walking around where their loved one just passed away. Mm-hmm. And they may not be as nice to you. They may cut you off because they couldn't see you through their tears. They may have bumped into you because even though their their vision is there, their mind was somewhere else. And what would somebody say to someone who bumped into them? Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, you Fucking just stepped bitch. on my Jordans. You know, whatever. So, and it does sound hypocritical because, you know, we're the ones saying, hey, stupid bitch, fuck you, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But if we reflect enough, I think we could change some of those things. Yeah. Right, right. And it, look, like I tell my friends all the time, like, we, we, Take L's over here, right? I tell them straight up, we take L's. But the thing is, they're not considered losses, right? They're considered lessons. Oh. Yeah, you know? You know? <laughs> right, right. And I, I tell all my friends this. Like, bro, we, we take L's. Yeah. But, but they're lessons. Yeah. And then we learn from them. I remember this one time, bro. It was my ex. And... And we had broke up in the middle of the street. <laughs> Bro, I was yelling and I was looking insane. And some some guy with tats on his face, I was scared of him when I first saw him. <laughs> he said, hey. He was like, hey, chill. And and I, I was like, oh, shit. And he was like, he said, come on, man. He was like, he was like, you look crazy. And I'm like, hey, I'm like, motherfucker, like, it's coming from you. 
and and <laughs> I get to know the guy a little more. <laughs> he got out of prison a couple years ago, and he invited me to his porch <laughs> to drink some beers. Mind you, it was winter. Oh my god! But I learned from that. A motherfucker with tattoos on his face was telling me I look crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) I learned from it, though, and and it really helped me realize, like, if this guy is telling me I look crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine to the normal person what I what the fuck I look like, bro. Yeah, but but. Where I was going with that, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it it helped me realize that that I'm more important than than I than I actually appear as. And he helped me, re- dude. He's a stranger. I've never seen him since that day. Mm-hmm. And and if I if I was able to do that, I would. He calmed me down, not only because I was scared, but because he had a good message to relay. Yeah. yeah. But but seriously, you guys. If you're thinking about doing anything crazy, think about that motherfucker with tattoos on his face. Yeah. <laughs> and and just understand that it's not worth it. You're you're a little more important than you think. Yeah. Yeah. Should we shut it out on that note? All right. So on that note, I want you guys to realize and understand that you guys are really important to us and not only to us, but to many other people out there, and even if it's just yourself. I know some loners. So don't do anything crazy, man. Grow, live through the journey, and one day talk about it. And on that note, we'll close out. Buzz. <laughs> All right. Um, with that being said, thank you, Buzz, for sharing your feelings. That's that's something that we've actually been trying to get you to open up, because I know you, you you got a lot packed in there, and uh, yeah, thanks for sharing. No problem. And to everyone else, stay up and stay down, homies. And you guys know how my abuelita always says, "Que Dios los bendiga." <laughs>